Hey guys, I was uh, just listening to the video podcast, um, and I showed my wife uh, your guys' faces because she didn't know what you looked like. Um, so I showed her Mike and then JF. Um, she also said that Mike was not the main guy um, and wanted to know what JF looked like, and she looked at both of you and then went, <laughs> and uh, didn't seem too impressed. So, yeah, just a little report on the uh, live podcast. All right. Thanks. Love the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to YKS. Mike, I guess, hmm, is what it's all about. <laughs> you know, there's nothing like, there's nothing quite like pivoting to video and then immediately getting a ton of comments on your appearance and voice. <laughs> uh, really 50-50 split between the people who say, wow, you guys look weird. Yeah. And then when we say, wow, we look weird, people writing in and saying, Hey, don't say you look weird. <laughs> so you really can't win here on the show because if I say, hey, I'm a big fat guy, you will get people saying, hey, don't call yourself a big fat guy. <laughs> and then we get emails saying, hey, Mike looks like a big fat guy. <laughs> yes, I have been trying to tell you this the entire time. Everybody just needs to get together and decide what we look like. Decide what would be okay for us. <laughs> and then we'll do that. That's right, Mike. We're talking about the uh, the Squeeze Louise tier on the YKS Patreon page where you can pay to abuse us. Um, and a lot of people are taking advantage of that. Um, we're considering maybe getting some tomatoes flown in. You guys can throw tomatoes at us as well um, and jeer us and drag us off stage with a big cane. Um, it's a new revenue opportunity for us and at the same time allows the listeners and now viewers to get some of their frustrations out on, you know, the world's two biggest punching bags, <laughs> me and you. You know, just paying five dollars to uh, just beat the hell from me. That's <laughs> fine. I deserve it. It's fine. Well, to be clear, it's, it's it, it is eight dollars. So it's that's why it's um, <laughs> that's why it's OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for Five dollars. You can't do that. But for three more bucks, <laughs> get in there and just beat the shit out of me if you want. <laughs> this, this is where it's going. You know, this is where it's going. This is where this is where this is where Internet is going. This is what the Internet was created for. Mike Twitch now says. Hot tub streams are okay, even if you've got some big old jubbos. It's okay. They said it's okay, and that's in the con. That's in their documents now. That's official. You think about getting a hot tub or what? I'm thinking about getting some big jubbos. Yeah, YKS, the new era. Jesse gets jum jubbos. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can go on there and you can show your little thing, and I guess that's okay now. You know, hell, I joined the website because I wanted to game. I wanted to focus on yeah. retro gaming. Yep. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to bring. I wanted to bring back when when games were games. Okay. Enough of these. Enough of these uh, women on Twitch. You know, I'm sick of. Uh, it's a male space. Yep. It's us. It's for us guys to get on there and play Bubsy 3D. <laughs> Without without some without some harpy screeching at me or trying to entice me with her. For people who don't know, moves. this is the thing. If you're not on Twitch, you don't realize. So imagine you're going down to your man cave and instead of seeing a bunch of guys sitting around and they all have beards and they, they look like they have a skin condition as well and they maybe don't get a lot of sunlight um, yeah. and they have bad personalities. <laughs> um, instead, you Halitosis, go to... or feet stink. <laughs> the whole nine yards. Um, you go down there 
and you see uh, two or three, four, five, six, seven, eight women who look like they jumped out of the pages of Victoria's Secret. Swedish bikini model. And you you start to get pissed off. What the hell? Like any regular person does. You just see red. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to watch the Jets game and drink a Miller Lite. (laughs) What the fuck is this crap? You know? So funny. Drive you crazy. But that's the internet now. So pretty soon, I think we'll have we'll probably have a tier where you can pull our pants down. You can probably have a t- ten dollar, twelve dollar tier yeah. where you can pull flick our pants our, down. Flick our small penises <laughs> with your <laughs> blink, blink, and that's like ten bucks. <laughs> I, I truly, I think because I posted about cameo a lot when it first came out. Uh, one of the little guys who, whose job is to like get people on cameo. My assumption was is like he, like he, like he, they they go on Twitter and they search for people saying cameo, and then if they have a blue check mark, they go to their DMs and they say, "Can we can we get you on cameo? It'll be so much fun or whatever. You can make a ton of money yeah. on cameo." And then if that person signs up using their code, they get like forty dollars. That's to me is what I feel like the whole. That I feel like that's what that that particular era of the scam was, but I made so much fun of the idea of going on there and. And have somebody paying you $15 to say something stupid. And it's only maybe just now occurring to me that that is what I am doing. It's, yeah, it's no different than, it's all the same scam, yeah. but it's all the same, you know? Oh, well. But we're different. Our thing is different. We're doing something different than those guys. <laughs> it out of it. Pull up, pull up, pull up. Um. Yeah. Let's think about something else. Let's think about uh, somebody who's worse than we are. So let's give an update on an old Kickstarter. <laughs> this one I was so delighted to look at again because it had been such a long time since we talked about it. This is from episode thirty-seven, Mike. Which, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, this was in twenty seventeen. I want to say so. Uh, this was this was quite a this was quite a while ago. This was the Dip Run movie. The Dip yeah, Run I forgot, movie. I forgot all about this thing. But I'm I'm so happy to see it again because I watched the trailer earlier and it's so funny. It's very very it's so funny. Stupid, dude! I love it. Let's play a little <laughs> bit of it here. Five minute trailer, strong out of the gate. <laughs> a full lip production. Yeah. What's cracking, mother truckers? Outlaw here. Darcy called me. Said we got some type of business to attend to here at the mud jug shop so let's go inside and see what the tits he wants to talk about i got a legit opportunity for us to make some real dough we'll have to make it across the country in four fucking days across the country we're driving an rv to pick up a shitload of dip but don't worry boys we're gonna find plenty of time to party too oh shit they're in Vegas. Yeah. And now they're ramping off, so now they're drinking. Oh, yeah. These guys like strippers, by the way. Bullshit! <laughs> there may be a few bumps in the road. And they have some problems along the way. Hey, what is that, by the way? It kind of looks like an inbred, dude. He does look a little inbred, huh? He's coming over here, though. Oh, my God. He has a machete, dude. Okay. Get that. So I, you know, what is going on there? I don't know. It's a ro- it's a road trip uh, comedy about dip. They're going across the country, yeah, in four days to get uh, a large shipment of dip. So it's like a Fast and the Furious 
Uh, if they were all trying to get cancer, I think. Yeah. So the on its face, this would be a DOA project that you'd never hear anything from. But I th- I think these guys have like a they have like some level of fame, which probably far surpasses our own because they were able to get at the time we recorded the episode 14K and they ended with 57K, um, which because this was on Indiegogo, which we don't talk about that often. Indiegogo you can set a flexible goal and instead of like Kickstarter where if you don't get it, it's, you know, it's make or break. If you don't get your goal, you get zero on Indiegogo. You can set it up to where you just get whatever people donate, which if I'm being honest, kind of makes more sense. Uh, it's weird. It, yeah. It is sort of weird that Kickstarter has it set up where it's like a lottery ticket where then people just get their money back. Very strange. Um, is this in like the, it's just by the same people who did. I don't actually know if this is by the same people who. Uh, You're gonna say the social is, media maybe. movie, the FML. No, the. Uh, do you know what Mud Jug is? We've talked about Mud Jug before. I mean, they they mention Mud Jug by name. Mud Jug is just like a small jug that you spit your uh, tobacco into, right? So we've talked I'm, about I'm that on, before. We've talked about it. I'm on mudjug.com and they have a dip run large movie poster 24 by 36. They say we currently have 44 of them in stock, which is like, why would you put a number on it? Just, <laughs> just say we have them in stock. One off if you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think they're associated with mudjug. So I think that there's like part of this is YouTube stuff. And then part of it is like there is like a dip community that these guys are a yeah. part of. So this um if you look at the if you look at IMDb for Jesse Ryan who is one of the guys in this movie. It says he's an actor. It says he's 5'4", both of which are totally fine. Um whatever, it's whatever. It's yeah. not a big deal. He's known as the is the owner of the successful patriotic apparel and lifestyle brand Keep America American. So, you know, it's uh it says he's also established himself as a successful political commentator on YouTube. And has built a fan base from his works on social media and content creating for Mud Jug portable spittoons. So this is the Mud Jug guy. I guess we probably knew yeah. this back then and have forgotten it. All the all the same. It's what you think it would be. This guy has shirts. Yeah. What are some of the uh, shirts you're the, seeing there? Yeah. Here's I identify as vaccinated. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, just Democrat, Republican. These are uh, those are scratched, scratched out. Scratched out. And then it says Patriot. So it makes you think too. Not not only is it cool to wear, <laughs> yeah. This one says, "Hate cops." Next time you need help, call a crackhead. Yeah, is what it says. Which is like, why would I call them if I need help? Doesn't make sense. I call them. If, I call them if I need some crack. Obviously, <laughs> I think these guys got it backwards. <laughs> uh, so total psychos. Um, and and that it's, it's interesting because this is like, this is not like uh, there are so many subcultures to being a country dipshit um because yeah. the the one that you know we grew up with was just like well you just went to the hardware store and you bought like tack and stuff like that and you wore your overalls and your carhartt jacket but this is like yeah. a totally different thing because if you look at outlaw dip so it is it's like it's like trump affiliated type stuff in the apparel but then look at the dip. It's not just dip like, oh, wintergreen or whatever Kodiak flavors there are at the gas station. There's Georgia peach and southern sweet tea and outlaw wild watermelon. The country guys I knew back in the day wouldn't be caught dead with this <laughs> wearing a, a circular uh, shape in the back pocket of their jeans. Are you kidding me? They pull out a pouch of red man. 
Yeah, they would. Not Backwoods uh, Blueberry. I got my official uh, mud jug pop socket. I mean, it's just a whole <laughs> identity, right? Yeah. All these guys like hate identity politics and stuff. And like, oh, you identify. It's like, but you're doing the exact same thing. You're just affiliated with a different yeah. thing. It's so funny, man. It's like, <laughs> you're a fucking parody of yourself. That's right. Yeah, these guys are pathetic. It's very Duck Dynasty as well to have the YouTube yeah. guy in your in your movie pretending to be an even more fake version yeah. of the fake hillbilly he's pretending That's to be. So great. You know, the, the I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have seen this. The Duck Dynasty pictures of the guys like before and then after they yeah. got their show marketed to rednecks. Very funny lifestyle uh, setup they got there. I'm um, looking through the reviews for the dip run, which did get made, by the way. Yeah, I saw this on Amazon, by the way, and mm. I was thinking we should watch it. I Come think on. I think we should definitely watch the yeah. dip run. Um, what if it's uh, really, really good? Yeah, what if it does it glorify uh, chewing tobacco at all? I don't want to. Oh, I guess that's a good point. Yeah, maybe we wouldn't want to. Um... <laughs> uh, this is this review, ten out of ten from Trailer Park Ninjas, says, "Wow, honestly, the best movie I've ever seen. I'm so inspired by this movie. I just started dipping two weeks ago, and this movie changed my life." <laughs> Chris Jug One is the next actor of our generation. I hope he will get Emmy Award after this. So, I, Chris Jug One, yeah, I, I am. <laughs> That's so funny. I love Christopher Chris the Memers. This is. Uh... Mm-hmm. No, that's not it. This guy has 12 followers. That's not it. Okay, well, check him out. He might, sounds like he's on the way up. <laughs> maybe um, he doesn't have a, uh, maybe he doesn't have an internet presence anymore. Maybe he got suspended. I don't know. This is, these all, this is a pretty uh, recent review here. Uh, six out of 10 from Country Boy Sean. Hey, this movie's not great, but it doesn't have the greatest acting, but that's kind of the point. It's supposed to be a fun, stupid movie made for their fans, so... If you ain't into a bunch of nonsense and just a good time, then this probably ain't for you. Remember, this was made for their fans mainly and a little bit of promotion for Mud Jug and Outlaw Dip. So I guess if you think about it as lowest common denominator garbage um, and yeah. basically a full feature advertisement, then, you know, <laughs> not half bad. Oh, you were, you came into it expecting it to be good. It's actually meant to be a total piece of shit. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, a lot of one star reviews here. And you know what? IMDb. And you know what? That's what I got to say to the people who comment on our show. Yeah. You were expecting, well, you were expecting like a good show? <laughs> Get a clue. It's your fault. And the people who hear this are going crazy. They're going, wow, yeah, we did expect it to be good, but now we know better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, the Dip Run movie. Oh, also, they did have some technical. Um, hurdles yeah, I to saw. Overcome. I saw this little update here. It says you have forty-eight hours to view the movie. Right. We know some of you are frustrated that a digital download isn't sent to keep. We are frustrated as well. Full disclosure: three major things went wrong. The inability <laughs> to con the, number one, the inability to combat pirating. Yeah, telling you right now, I mean, that's not going to be a huge issue. For that's you. not a big deal. <laughs> number two. Distributors and staff not communicating properly as to how to provide digital copies to supporters. Right. So they didn't uh, have a distribution network for, yeah. I mean, which, to be fair, is something you do have to figure out at some point. So they're not wrong. It doesn't just happen. You do have to do it. They just didn't do it, you know, until after they got all the money. But yeah. the third one was the biggest hurdle for them, I think. 
Um, Trusting a major company who's currently censoring us to provide <laughs> us with answers. And then there's a little asterisk. Due to the nature of political affiliation, anti-Hollywood rhetoric, and tobacco use in our film, mm-hmm. our distributor has been giving us the runaround and putting our film on the back burner as, as far as publishing and contacting us regarding downloads. Uh, as much as we'd love to send you all the direct download file, it's just not doable. It's available on Amazon, though, right? It, I think it is now, but that wouldn't be for the backers who have already gotten it, uh-huh. who've already supported it, right? So what they were trying to figure out is how to freely disperse a film that's already been made to people who have already paid for it. And what they found <laughs> was that I, they probably just cold called a distributor and were like, can you help us do this? Uh, the movie is uh, a couple of YouTube guys and the, the guy who invented Mud Jug, and we're do- it's a buddy comedy road trip movie, and they didn't get emailed back. Would be my guess as to what actually yeah. happened here. But yeah. that's, of course, cancellation and cancel culture and censorship and stuff like that. So what they did, instead of waiting for a distributor to help them figure out how to get the movie to the people who supported it, um, they oh, man. they just sent out uh, rentals uh, to people instead and said... You have to watch it in 48 hours. You can't screen record. If you try to screen record, it'll shut down. Um, and I think that maybe got a couple of people upset about, you know, and maybe rightfully so. But uh, they did, looks like they sent out the posters. Um, so that's one thing they did right. Unfortunately, they did accidentally put it on uh, Amazon when they went to upload the file in the first place uh, for purchase and rent. <laughs> They just like didn't check the box. I don't know. It was it was free to everybody, and they said actually it's a good thing because the reviews from the people who watched it for free when we accidentally leaked it ourselves uh, were pretty we were pretty positive. So, <laughs> anyways, that's uh, that's the Dip Run movie, and will and you heard it here first. We'll be checking it out on a future edition of YKS at the Movies. Right. That's what's up. Is that what it's called? I don't know. We don't have a name for it. But now now it's called YKS at the movies. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, Mike, we got to hop into the six pack. But before we do, we take a quick break. We'll be back with more YKS. Just a second. Today's episode of YKS sponsored by BetterHelp. What interferes with your happiness? You know, when I first saw this company advertised, I thought it was Betty White help. I really did think that. Okay. Mm, yeah. And I thought, <laughs> you know, that's great, but I just don't know if it applies <laughs> to me. Don't need that. What I would love to have is a professional, uh, licensed professional therapist to help me with my uh, needs. That's, that's what I'm saying. I would love to yeah. be in a situation where I could send a message to my counselor at any time. I don't necessarily need that counselor to be the beloved Betty actor from, from the Golden Girls. From Golden Girls. Etc. She was in so many things. So many things. Well, and and still working to, to this day. Um, and, you know, God bless her. All without having to ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. That's what I would like from my counseling service. Uh, better help would be a great place to find that. Betty White help, on the other hand, you have to sit down and watch, I don't know, one of her many films or television appearances. Hey, sit down on this uh, plastic-covered couch. Right. I'll I'll get you some uh, vanilla wafers or what have you. It's like, like this isn't helping me. You know, what I really would like to have is uh, a licensed professional counselor who specializes in depression and anger and uh, family conflicts. 
all that kind of stuff. Everything under the sun would be so nice to be able to talk about every now and then. I would love if I would love it if it were confidential, not you know, uh, a blasted out all over the web whenever her telling name her, is trending on Twitter. Telling every, her little girlfriends about you, you know, know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> whenever I see Betty White trending, I think oh. Oh, she's going to spill my beans to Blanche. Here she comes. She's going to be in her and Rose and the other one, whoever it is. I can't. can't. Whatever (laughs) one it was. I mean, look, it's convenient, professional, affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Yeah, even up there in Ohio. Yeah, it's really hot in Cleveland. Is that where that was? That was one of the, no, that was another show that uh, Betty White did. Betty White knowledge, sort of uh, shallow (laughs) here on the show. (laughs) I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash YKS. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash YKS. Looks like she was on Bones for a couple episodes, too, so that's cool. <laughs> oh, it's six-pack time. It's six-pack time. It's time to do okay. six-pack time. Okay, Mike, we got six Kickstarters here to get through, so we better make quick work of these freaks, okay? Do you want to do the first one? I'll give you the honors. Uh, I would love to. Hey, JF, I got something. It's called Got Mail. Got Mail? Uh, the other mailbox flag that lets you know it's a simple, high vi- highly visible mail delivery indicator flag designed to eliminate the guesswork of whether or not you have mail. Um, so, like, uh, this thing sits on, your, on, the li- on the front of your mailbox, right? And you flip it up. Yeah, And then when the mail guy comes and opens up the mailbox, the thing naturally falls down. And then when he puts it back up, it's down. So you can see that you have some mail. So you just have to go out and I guess get the mail and then reset the flag every time. The ma- major gripe I have for this one, okay? <laughs> Getting the mail is so nice. It is I mean, nice. it's, usually, it's usually crap. It's usually a bunch of garbage. Yeah. It is. That I don't want. But guess what? I like it uh-huh. because I like going out there and seeing some garbage. It's, it's just nice. It's good. It's it's really good. Sometimes it's the only thing you have going in your whole day. The entire day. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy, this guy says in his thing, my name is Richard C. Kale, and I live in the, well, just dox this guy. I live in the rural <laughs> foothills of North Carolina. Like most folks in my area, we enjoy... Very open seat and just bragging. Yeah. Bragging, bragging. This motherfucker has less than one acre. Get his ass, DB. (laughs) (laughs) One of life's daily chores is that of retrieving the mail. A daily chore? Yeah. That's a treat. It is a treat. What are you talking about? Oh, I have to I have to put down my newspaper so I can go outside for a second. You know what, man? Put down your newspaper for a second and enjoy life. Okay? Yeah. Life is what happens when you have on the news. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm fucking saying, bro, and they won't do it. Uh, he, but no, he's like a... He imagines, one of like, yeah, like being at the, the end of a long driveway and not yeah. and like looking at your window and being like, was the, was the mailbox door 
all the way closed or did I leave it like a little bit? What was the situation, you know, and trying to guess. Walking but... walking back from the mailbox and being, God damn it, I wish I was back inside. <laughs> <laughs> inside for 23 and a half hours of a day. The one thing I'll say okay. about this guy is it is true. when you When you go to the mailbox and you open it up and there's nothing in there. Um, what do you do? Cause I'll tell you what I do. Um, I open it up. I can clearly see there's nothing in there, but I will go ahead and stick my arm all the way in the mailbox anyway, just so yeah. it looks like maybe I was doing, if anyone's watching me, it kind of looks like <laughs> I was doing something. Um, and then I'll close it and then I'll kind of go, huh? As if to just acknowledge that maybe I thought there was going to be something there, but they're ultimately, yeah. Oh, I thought I was going to get my, uh, um, you know, and then hopefully by then I'm all the way inside. But if someone's being spying on me, like if the CIA is looking at me, go to the mailbox, they'll kind of see, oh, he was expecting, he was looking for, it probably had an important letter today that he was looking forward to getting. So that's why he came out at this weird, Yeah, that's why he came out at one thirty, even though the mail typically comes at 2.30. I guess he was just, he probably wasn't going nuts inside his house. He was probably just waiting on a letter <laughs> from a dear friend. i'll go out to the mailbox i'll look around you know before opening it and just get the lay of the land right and and if i and i'll go open it there's nothing in there i'll take another look around maybe he's coming down the street with a letter (laughs) with a letter for one million uh for one one million dollars check oh my god i will that'd be so good and then i'll stand out there for about an hour hour and a half and then i'll say well i guess he's not coming (laughs) Today's just not no. my day. <laughs> have you have you ever been outside when the mail when the mail person does come? Oh yeah, and then it's like, do I take it? <laughs> Am I like fucking you know? up if I get in between them and the mailbox? <laughs> Sometimes uh, the mail guy will come and the window the blinds will be open and I'll fucking jump down on the floor real quick, <laughs> um, and then I'll pop up. And go get my uh, my uh, red. Uh, what is it called? The fucking coupons. Oh <laughs> red, God! Uh, yeah, I don't know what it's called. The big, the big called. book of coup- basically the big book of coupons is what we get in the red, the red pepper or something. Yeah, something like that. And it comes and you open it up and there's nothing in there you want or need. Hmm. Um, free uh free order of two breadsticks from Fazoli's. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Can't wait to go to Fazoli's. That's that truly is. One day this week, I went and got the mail, and that was all that was in there was that little book of coupons. And I kind of thought, I wonder if the the person who dropped off the mail, I wonder if they were mad that they even had to do that. I know, I know. I think about that too. And it's like, and another <laughs> thing I think about is where are these people at who keep sending me this, and can I go there? And, <laughs> because it is extremely fogged up because you're just sending me shit, gumming up the works, wasting this guy's time, my mail guy. My, you know, I kind of feel like the the uh, the letter carriers look at it and they go, well, if it weren't for this, like this is like the number one thing the mail is, is this. Yeah. So I feel <laughs> like they look at I it have and a go, job. Yeah. They look at it and go, well, this sucks, but at least I'm doing something today. Like it could be nothing. Yeah. I'm just driving around in the little car and nothing happens, which I don't know. Maybe that would be fun. I, I'm not sure. But I feel like everybody gets that. And that's the whole reason that the mail still exists, because otherwise the government would have dismantled it already and we'd be waiting on the fucking UPS guy to, to launch the dog food out of his fucking truck at 10 million <laughs> miles an hour or whatever the fuck he does. I don't know. My, my, uh, my mom actually gets her, I don't know if I've said on here before, my mom broke her ankle recently and she has been getting her, like her cat food 
and dog treats yeah. delivered. Yeah. And the the FedEx guy just puts it at the end of the driveway. Like where it's huh. it's like hovering like still on the street and still it's like technically in the driveway, but also it's like if a strong wind comes by, what? it just blows into the street. So he's, Why does he bring it up to the door? I don't know. I, I assume he's got a lot to do. And for me, it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> but for my mom, who's been on like a scooter for months now, she's like, I don't know how to get the fucking, I can't get this shit I'll just, anymore. I'll just kick this out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving past. I don't know. I think about that all the time, the people being resentful that they're dropping stuff off. But it's not like it's not like me. It's not like I'm dropping one thing off and then I get to go continue with my life. They're dropping things off for the entire day. So it's not like yeah. this one thing gets them to go back home and eat a sandwich or whatever. This is like this is the whole day for them. It's not they don't distinguish between my shitty mail and yeah. my neighbor's like yeah. really good mail. You know, there's no difference, right? But yeah. that's why we need this flag. Um <laughs> This looks pretty stupid. I don't think I'll be attaching anything else to my mailbox. My mailbox pretty much is set up to just go like it needs to go. You know, I don't think it needs any more attachments. Yeah, just a mailbox, you know. Yeah. It's either in there or it's not. And uh, <laughs> trying to cut out the five seconds it takes you to go out to the mailbox is so funny. Yeah. Too, I'm far too busy. I need to invent a product to alert me if the mail is here. So there's going to be a situation where you go out to the mailbox who drops something in the mail and you put up the red flag and then you also are like manipulating the yellow flag as well. And you're like yeah. doing this whole dance. Just check the mail, I think. One of life's simple pleasures. Um, yeah. What was this? This was 15. You get 15 bucks. If for some reason you need two mailbox flags, which if you do, you're living a different lifestyle than me. <laughs> I don't know who that's for. <laughs> goes all the way up to 25 different flags. What the fuck? <laughs> Not sure what that guy's got going on. Uh, 21 bucks of 15K, two backers, 29 days to go. That's got mail. Something tells me Meg Ryan won't be interested in this. Was she in that movie? I believe she was, yeah. Okay. Who else was it? Was it uh, Tom Hank? Tom Hank, I believe, is in the film, yeah. So, yeah, check him out. Uh, Mike, the one I've got for you here is called The Hyperbell. Check this out. Meet Hyperbell, the device that will take your dumbbells and fitness to the next level. Hyperbell converts your ordinary dumbbells into an entire home gym. You no longer need to buy entire sets of kettlebells, curl bars, barbells, and countless plates. Save the space and thousands of dollars. With Hyperbell, you can turn all that into this. So, how does it work? The Hyperbell can attach to nearly any dumbbell or adjustable dumbbell set you already have. The inside of the patent-pending clamp is lined with thick, durable foam to ensure secure fit and prevent the dumbbell from moving. The clamp easily locks into place with the quick turn of a high-strength collar, connecting our bar and kettlebell attachments and transforming your dumbbells into hundreds of additional exercises. Okay. So this is a fitness product, um, and this is very common with fitness products. The people advertising this fitness product have never, ever used this and will never use it again <laughs> after the commercial is done being filmed. They are jacked and toned and shredded beyond belief. They look like superheroes. Um, yeah. And I just, I think that that is a little bit objectionable when you are doing something that is marketed specifically toward people 
who are not doing the things that these guys are doing, right? So let me explain what this is. This is a handle that goes on to the uh, the grip of a typical uh, dumbbell, okay? And it allows you to turn it into a kettlebell, which a lot of people do for like swings. Um, and it allows you to turn it into a barbell, which I would never do in a million years, but you could do that. Um, and you can do different things with barbells than you can with dumbbells, actually. I don't, I don't need to tell you guys that, okay? But the problem I have with this is most people... Most people are using dumbbells that are not extraordinarily heavy. And the reason for that is because you typically manipulate them with one hand, right? So when you're doing like a dumbbell exercise, you might do like a one-armed curl, right? Curling with one arm, you're not going to do like 100 pounds unless you look like this guy in this video, right? Most people are doing yeah. significantly less weight than that. I would do. I think I would do that much, yeah. but. Other people, normal people, yeah, no. No freaking what? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. If you're a superhuman, you do, you, this doesn't apply to you, okay? Um, so what they want you to do is take this barbell and attach two relatively small amounts of weight to it on either end and then use it for what is normally a lot of weight exercise. So to go from just a typical example like dumbbells where you're curling 20, 25, 30 pounds, and then put it into a barbell where you might be bench pressing or squatting. Now you double it and add just the weight of this bar, which is five pounds. You haven't really done that much. You've gone from curling with one arm, 20 pounds to squatting 45 pounds, which is just the weight of a normal barbell that you can get anywhere. So what I'm trying to say is this stinks. It's stupid. And it's all made of plastic as well. So if you want to attach an extremely heavy dumbbell on either end, you'll be doing it with five pounds of plastic and foam. And I don't think that's a good thing to have over your neck and head. <laughs> you know, normally you do that with a pretty heavy uh, metal that's not go that if it if it does fall, it'll just lop your head off and it won't uh, leave like a plastic yeah. bruise. You know, it'll just go ahead and finish the job. Um, so. I don't understand who this could be for, except for it's the type of thing where it says it can t it's one thing replaces hundreds of things. And if you ever hear yeah. that, <laughs> you're being sold That's something. A red, That's a red flag. <laughs> what is the, I guess the typical one out. So exercise is a big one, but the kitchen is another one, right? So like yeah, kitchen gadgets, cleaning gadgets. Oh, cleaning okay. too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I always think of the Ronco grill. Um, being of course i i love to set it and forget it i would love to do you ever see the ronco thing where he had the rotisserie chickens and stuff in there mm -hmm. i would love to be one of those rotisserie chickens <laughs> you always want to be the chicken <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's the same thing it's like uh like a vacuum cleaner with all those attachments and stuff which yeah if you fall for that one time that's fine <laughs> <laughs> one time in like 2016 if you get roped into buying uh, yeah price of the vacuum not necessary to recall but this is this is this is very very similar this is like an off the shelf as seen on tv style of product to me um the people who are using this are not looking to cut down the amount of exercise products that they have they're not thinking oh crap 
I wish I could just use these two dumbbells for every single muscle in my body. Yeah. That would really yeah. these people are just at the fucking gym. They go to the gym or they yeah. have all this shit in their house. That's why they look like this. Um, if you want to do a, a few things in your house, you can do just get a jump rope and do some push-ups. Don't don't get the plastic. Don't get the plastic thing. Uh, and also you have to have dumbbells to begin with. I feel like if you have the dumbbells, what's keeping you from doing the other stuff? Just yeah. What do you What are you gaining by nothing? I guess, more workouts and more fit, and it shows. It shows somebody uh, doing like the tire exercise that you do with the big tire. Yeah, you, know you flip it over and stuff. Which I love. I love. I would love to do that. Hey, we love. The, we give love me a big. Tire. Yeah, yeah, get this guy a big tire. But <laughs> but they're doing it with like a fifteen pound dumbbell. <laughs> yeah, that's not anything what to her. That, she dude? looks like Wonder Woman. I know. She's not doing. She's so ripped. <laughs> um, and then you can kind of also in that same GIF, Mike. If you look really closely at the frames when she drops it uh, after doing like an overhead press or something, and she drops it on the rubber mat there, you can see how yeah. it looks like it wants to absolutely fucking twist apart and yeah, explode. Yeah. 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 You. You don't need to. You don't need to fuck with this thing, uh, gang. Get back to the gym. Throw the mask on. Hop in the gym, or just you know wait and maybe order some of the, or just get a big tire. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Thirty nine bucks. You can turn this into a kettlebell. That's that's kind of uh, it's it's too much and it's too cheap at the exact same time because you can get a kettlebell for that much that is just a normal kettlebell. Um, so that's too expensive, but it's also too cheap to fucking hold a piece of cast iron above your head, I feel. So uh, 49 bucks, you turn the dumbbell into a kettlebell at full price, and the bar bundle is $100, which, again, just get just get a normal barbell for 100 bucks. I think maybe you can just get some cheap ones on Amazon, and as far as I know, they normally come in the mail, and there's no problems with any of the shipping that anyone will ever have with those. <laughs> uh, let's check them out. I think search Sporzon on there. Um, but this one has made $267,000 of $20,000. Uh, 1,800 backers, 26, 26 days to go. Because I think the number one thing is the idea that I can buy one thing and then be done and not have to think about any of this stuff yeah. ever again. That's so alluring uh, when it comes to, like you said, cooking, cleaning, exercising, any kind of improvement. If you buy one product, I'm done. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think it's that... Uh, Simple, but um, I don't look like the people in the gifts either, so I, I don't know. Maybe that's what they're doing. Um, Mike. What do you got, Bob? Oh, JF, I got... Uh, I got the flat cat. I got the flat cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a flat cat, JF. Your next robot is a pet, mm -hmm. okay? Let that sink in. We believe that robots need to learn on their own and connect to the world with their individual experiences. So we're creating Flat Cat to be adaptive from minute one. No fake, no scripts, no remote. Instead, a sensitive machine with true interaction that explores its world in a playful way. Now, I saw this a lot when it was going around. Um, but then, uh, let's see, RJ sent this one in to us. Um, and I, I took another look at it. I, I initially dismissed this as being stupid. And then I really looked at it and I... And I I guess I decided, boy, this is really stupid, actually, because it's extremely yeah, this is, expensive, um, Mike. Oh, I didn't even see that part of it, but <laughs> I, this is like a flat, it's a flat robotic thing covered in fur. And uh, 
A flat robot wrapped in soft fur with an extraordinarily fine feel for the force of the, like, it's just like a, you pet it and like it moves around. So do you, do you remember the, uh, what's it called? The slap bracelet? Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. doesn't it look like a slap bracelet a little bit? Yeah. It's like a long furry slap bracelet. It's also like this thing called, I think we talked about it on the show. I don't remember. The Kubo. Q-O-O-B-O, mm. which is like a, uh, it's a pillow with a tail that moves. It's like a headless cat type thing. Oh, is there, is there's, oh, wait, so this is not the only entry in this genre? Yeah, there's uh, this one, there's the Kubo, and then I think there's a third one, but I can't remember. I couldn't look it up before the show, but like this is, yes, there's some weird Japanese stuff that these guys oh, okay. decided the world needed or something. <laughs> well, if you watch these people play with it, um, and I, I watched the video, but I don't, there's no audio to it that I can tell. Uh, let's see. Let me see. Playing around with the flat cat. Okay. So you see this thing, it's sitting on the couch and it's kind of rolling around and it's actually sort of vibrating and jiggling. Um, and you can go up and touch it and it might start to do something different after you touch it, but that's not really guaranteed, I guess. Kind of rolls around, um, and you can, yeah. If, look, he's moving it, and then, it, oh, now it's laying flat again. Oh, no, I think it's going to pop up just a little bit. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand this at all. Who cares? <laughs> this is, um, this is, uh, do you know the, did you, did you have KB toys up there in Ohio? Yeah. Oh, this is like the, uh, you're going to say this is like the ball that moves around with the tail on it or yeah, something? Yeah, I think it was like, what was it? It was like a little plastic ball that had like a raccoon tail sticking raccoon, out of the back? Is yeah, that what it was? Yeah, yeah. I think now yeah. that would be repurposed as a cat toy or a dog toy. But in the old days, those are the type of toys that you would give to a child. Child. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd be- Look at him. He's chasing it. <laughs> he loves that damn thing. You- in the near future... Robots will do useful things for us and with us probably all areas of our lives. It'll fit seamlessly into our environment. Try to justify it. (laughs) Yeah. And you kind of look at this and you go, you know what? That is stupid, but it's a novelty item. And, you know, novelty items, I think, are that's different than just like finding the utility of a particular product. Um, And then you kind of go over here and you look at what the price might be. And. Just as a total hypothetical, you might be outlaying somewhere in the neighborhood of 990 euros for this, <laughs> which is what, I don't know what that, what is that? Like $1,400? How much is that? Uh, to, let me see. I can think, I think that it is $1,205.94. Okay. So pretty, approximately. so I was close, but I guess you were ultimately the closest there with that exact guess. Um, <laughs> that's a lot of money for whatever this uh is um they they show they show this gift that i just saw if you scroll down i'm gonna send it to you on discord here um they show this gif of the thing laying on the back of the couch and then it moves and just falls off the couch (laughs) (laughs) what is the point of that oh man okay that's pretty silly stuff you can also see it without the little cover and it's just like, what is it? One, two, three, four plastic bricks that sort of intersect in a certain way and then have batteries wired all throughout. I mean, that looks absolutely god-awful. Um, this is, you know, compare it, Mike, to the thing that we bought for What the Fun this month, um, where we, we're, we will be wearing tails. Um, 
<laughs> we did buy some robotic tails. Thanks to uh, thanks to the folks who voted on uh, the tails um, over on the Patreon page. We we bought that and that the tail the tail seems like a significantly more impressive feat of engineering. Granted, it seems to be aimed at the fetish community, which is fine. But that seems like a more impressive bit of tech for significantly less money than this dumb thing that just sits on the couch, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is silly. I'm not saying I want to wear a tail around the house and then wiggle it around and then it kind of moves and people think I have a I tail. Feel, I feel cute. Yeah, I'm not saying I want to feel beautiful. This is, I'm not saying that this has awakened anything inside of me or anything like that. Strapping this thing on. <laughs> but it, but it, at any rate, it's better than this, which is just, I mean, this is a nuisance. This is just, you sit down on the couch and this thing starts like, like doing, like doing like a Silent Hill thing in your general direction while you're trying to watch fucking TV. Get the fuck out of here, you know? Disgusting. Um, <sighs> Uh, yeah, a thousand bucks or whatever. This, well, it got, uh, let's see, it just ended, I think. I think it just ended this month, and they raised 14,000 euro, Mike, which, you know, what is that about? Uh, 14,000 euros? Yeah. I believe that is, uh, no, I'm not going to look it up. I don't care. Okay. Well, it's a lot I of money. Care. 35 backers on this thing uh, brought it to life, so... That's what that is. I don't think you can have sex with it, so I don't really know what the point is. Um, but hopefully, not interested. Yeah, somebody gets some jollies out of it. Okay, uh, let's see. Well, I just talked about working out. Why don't we transition smoothly into protein? You got to have protein to build muscle, Mike. It's the building block. Yep. Uh, and you gotta, you gotta have it. Why not start with the future of it rather than the past? That's what I. That's what I thought when I saw this. <laughs> um. Let's see. Thanks to Ned for sending this one in. Let's check this video out. If it's going to fucking play. Come on. Come on, Kickstarter. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's play this. Might have to. Where you live there it goes. World. There you go. But we're destroying it. We're flattening our rainforests, contaminating our waters, polluting our air, creating waste. Lots of it. Hi, I'm Thomas. Here at Be A Buyer, we've produced a product that empowers you to produce your own source of sustainable, healthy, and nutritious protein, no matter where you live. While at university studying design, I discovered how intensive meat production is responsible Damn, this guy's from England. He sounds smart. ...greenhouse gas emissions. <laughs> and how predicted population growth will force food production to increase by an additional 70% by 2050. Okay. This felt so wrong to me. I knew I had to do something. We have developed a product. Let's get some normalization on the audio from these Kickstarter videos, yeah. gang. A lot of background. Jesus Christ. Christ. That's why we developed Bree. Bree is an insect urban growing pod for people's homes. Yep. Empowering you to create your own source of sustainable, healthy, and delicious food. It's 22,000 times more water efficient than beef production, 54% protein, and can recycle your fruit and vegetable waste. Currently, if you live in a city or urban area, there is no affordable or sustainable way for you to produce your own protein. RE solves this. It allows you to grow your own food no matter where you live. Central London, Tokyo, New York, any climate, anywhere. So, this is a bunch of plastic tubs that you can grow bugs in, and... This is something, like, my kids have been asking me lately, I don't know where they've seen this or heard about it, uh, but I, but they're asking me, like, 
is is do do some people eat bugs? And I will say yes. Some people eat bugs yeah. uh, in different parts of the world. Uh, that's very common. In fact, it can be a delicacy as well. That's a good dumb guy fact. Um, <laughs> and you know, then I explained some other stuff about diets. I was like, diets are cultural. Diets are regional. Um, sometimes it has to do with what you have available to you, and sometimes it just has to do with what you like. Like, um, I was telling them. And I hope this is correct because I told it to him already and I can't take it back now. But I told them that, uh, like in India, for example, they don't eat beef, right? So they have McDonald's there. They don't have McDonald's hamburgers. They have like chicken or whatever the fuck, you know? And so I was explaining there's cows all the way, all the time. There's cows everywhere over there, but they don't eat them, right? They culturally, they don't want to do that. They don't believe that you should eat cows. And also, they're probably uh, right that we shouldn't be doing that. (laughs) So everything's different. Now, to me, I don't want to eat bugs because I think it would be gross to have a bug in my mouth. Yeah, I'm not. Sorry, I don't want to eat a bunch of worms. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not into that. (laughs) This is, you have reinvented the trash can. If you are saying, (laughs) check this out. Here's a plastic container you can keep in your kitchen. You throw all of your food in it and then bugs grow there. That. Yeah. That's the trash can. Hey, bud, Rubbermaid came out with that uh, 80 years ago. <laughs> so I I actually even, you can even get me on board with believing that we should be eating bugs and not be eating meat. Um, and I'll, I'll agree with you. But if the only solution is we sh- we'll have to eat bugs, I'll just die. I'm not. Yeah, I'm good. I'm just out of here. I'm just, can you just make like a powder of it or something? I don't need a bunch of squishy bugs. That's what's so you know? fucked. Imagine this shit. Like, oh, I have to go home and take care of my bug farm. No. <laughs> no. Just get the $20 protein powder or whatever. Yeah. I just, just yeah. fucking I'm not grinding doing... them up in your blender. God nasty. damn. That's nasty, bro. This thing is called Re. It's got five modular trays. They can be placed anywhere in the home, whether it's in the kitchen where all of your normal food is being prepared, or whether it's in your bedroom where you lay your head at night and hopefully nothing flies into your mouth. It can produce between 100 and 300 grams of mealworms per harvest. They're 54% protein, plus they're packed with essential vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. Now, here's here's another interesting situation that you're dealing with here. That's not a lot of protein at yeah. all. So if they're 54% protein and you harvest 100 grams of mealworms per harvest, that's like a decently sized chicken breast worth of protein. And all you had to do was feed a bunch of bugs for an extremely long time <laughs> in your house. That's not good. Um, well, they have they have a recipe book. Uh, yeah, they have a recipe book so you can make mealworm recipes. So yeah. the mealworm is actually not a worm. It's the larval stage of the yellow mealworm, uh, which that doesn't actually uh, clear anything up for me. But it looks like the mealworm turns into the pupae, and the pupae becomes the adult beetle so if you leave these guys alone for a while will it eventually become beetles in your house as well yeah there was like a what was it? i just saw it fuck i just saw it like well we're in the kitchen are we mate right the beetles um (laughs) hand me the egg beater i have an idea uh this guy says i'm curious i had this system for a couple months now but the beetles don't seem to be producing any eggs and i can't figure out why I just don't feel like it. <laughs> <Of the breath. laughs> 
I'm depressed. He's in the bed with Yoko again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not coming out. Hum, you should have eggs by now. The main two factors that could result in a reduced egg output are temperature and beetle population. This one says, and then this, uh, no, they, they reply, they reply and say, it's truly, I can't, I deactivated my Facebook, so I can't actually use the Facebook, but I started from mealworms and I think I probably now have around 40 or 50 or so adult beetles. Oh my God. No, you just got like a bunch of bugs in your house, bro. Yeah. You paid for somebody to put bugs in your house as opposed to what we normally do. You know, that's backwards. I got uh I got some plants recently, some tomatoes and mm-hmm. some herbs and stuff, you know, and, I'm, and we're growing them, and it's like uh, they were like a little sad looking today because of the heat. Yeah, and it's just, I can't, I can only imagine somebody dumber than me <laughs> trying to grow a bunch of worms and being like, "Huh, yeah, that didn't work out." And I spent like fucking a shit ton of money to get some worms in my house. Now I'm just gonna throw it away. Throwing away my worms. Wait a minute. I wish there was something I could feed my dead worms to that would somehow give me food. Now you got the lizards in the house. <laughs> um, yeah, we also have done the tomatoes. We've also done the deck planters thing here. And it's basically yeah. driving my wife nuts in a, an extremely short amount of time. She's going crazy over the, like you said, the heat, the watering. Um, mm. Now they're not spaced properly because they're growing a whole bunch. And I just told her, I was like, if you're not having fun with this, then let's uh, toss them in the garbage because I don't need, I don't need these plants to subsist on. This is not my dinner at any point. If it was, it would be terrible because it's been weeks and the tomatoes are extremely small. So this is not for food. Got them them too. And it's like, well, in a couple of months here, I'm going to have a nice, (laughs) I'm going to have a nice cherry tomato to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is supposed to be for fun. So if you're not having fun, I will throw these in the garbage and we can move on with our lives. You know, but I started to get into the thing. I was like, yeah. oh, man, you know, this is, my plants aren't doing so well. And I was like, hmm, should I, should I build some above ground planters on my deck? Yep. Should I set up a watering system? Should I monitor the heat and everything? Like, I'm like, and it's like, no, shouldn't. You should just do what you've been doing, going out on the balcony to smoke weed and spray the plants with a little right. squirter every once in a while. Yeah. And if they die, they die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. But it, I th- I think Mike, I think gardening is the original video game. What do you think about that? No idea. Okay, incomprehensible. Okay, just making sure it didn't make sense because I wasn't going to say anything about it. Twenty one k of five k, and that's British pounds, gang. So uh, convert that on your own. Let us know what you come up with. Uh, Three hundred fifteen backers. It ended in January. Um. So. You know, people should be getting these bugs right now and eating them and saying that they're very uh, good, maybe. Um, but of course, as you said in the comments here, some, you know, it's, um, I don't have any eggs in my bugs. This one says the trays are all fucked up. This one says I didn't get the recipe book. Um, I didn't get, oh, I didn't get anything at all. I don't have a tracking number. So just the typical stuff associated with trying to get some bugs delivered to your house and having a hard time with it. But um I'll just stick to, you know, I will, I will continue to eat the normal protein stuff, um, until it becomes real too bad. It becomes way, way bad. And then we cannot do it anymore. And then I will say, okay. (laughs) 
and then I will either eat a bunch of sweet potatoes or I will I will lay down in my casket and pass away. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Man, that sounds so great. <laughs> yeah. God damn, that sounds so nice. Ah, it's so cool. It's cool down here. It's nice. <laughs> uh, Mike, what do you got? Oh, you got you just you've got just you just got one more, Mike. This is Bigfoot the movie, the sequel. Oh no. Big- they made a sequel, JF, to the hit comedy horror feature, Bigfoot the Movie. Um, they're back, and this time they mean business. Join your favorite beer-drinking, gun-toting, mullet-wearing rednecks as they embark on a journey up to a ski lodge to face down the dreaded Yeti. Uh, we're in the middle of filming right now and hope to have production done in June, and then moving into editing the picture, getting it color corrected, and sound design. The money will go to help. Hey, for crew locations, wardrobe, this is a little film. This is a little film, yeah. Do you know, is Bigfoot the movie something you know already? Is it a known quantity to you? What is that? Well, Bigfoot the movie, uh, 122 backers pledged to bring this project to life on April 21st, 2015. So they made wow. a, uh, they already made a film. That's just six years ago. Putting putting James Cameron to shame with that turnaround time, <laughs> you know? The poster for the Bigfoot the movie is good. They got the little drawing and stuff over there. Yeah, I thought it's. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's kind of um, cool. The film is uh, not great. I think you can. We can play the. We can play the trailer for that sequel. Oregon, watch the. Let's watch the first one and then we'll, we'll watch. The okay, second. the second. Okay, here's that? here's the first one for the original Bigfoot the movie. I tell you, baby, you're hotter than Kim Basinger in Batman. You mean it? Totally. <laughs> What was that? What was what? Hey, did you guys hear what happened last night? So weird. Did you hear about that, Chuck? Chuck! Oh, sorry, staring at your jugs. What do you say me and you go hunting tonight? Grab a case of beer, drive around, see if we can't find this thing. What's that? Yeah, it's Bigfoot. And I ain't talking about the monster truck, which is badass. What? What? I think you heard me. Hey, Chuck! I was just telling your buddies that Bigfoot was just down here. And he left with your mom. Now, it's personal. When is it a crime to drive around at night with a shotgun and spotlight? Pretty typical for me. I exterminate things. That's what I do. You know, past spermans. Except humans, of course. Okay, I don't know if I can watch another minute of that. That is... So, (laughs) that's... What, yeah. what what is this called? Where it where the movie looks like it's a softcore porno? What is that called? It looks like it doesn't it have the feel of like a porno you'd see on Cinemax. Just uh, I mean, just bad, just, just, just poorly shot, just low budget. Uh, I don't know what it is, but it look. I, I was I was yeah. kind of thinking to myself, I'm, I might start pounding off here because it, I feel yeah, like it's going to be a porno any second. Shit was getting hard, yeah. Mine too. With those softcore pornos, you had to really get in there because it wasn't, you weren't going to get a lot of screen time of, you know, of, yeah. of the good stuff. So you you almost had to start when it was just the storyline. You almost had to get excited about the storyline and what was going on there. And then you had to prime the goddamn thing. <laughs> it started, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's Bigfoot One. And it was so successful that they decided to, I mean, run it back. Um, yeah. So now we see what happened. What happened with all the Bigfoot gang after the events of Bigfoot One? Trouble is once again afoot, and when there is trouble, 
Certain types of heroes are needed. Types of heroes that finish the job. Types of heroes that finish the beer. Types of heroes that have no fear because they're usually too drunk to care. Types of heroes that will drive straight at the enemy in a truck, tractor, or maybe even a lawnmower. Types of heroes that know a guy who knows a guy who can get you a flamethrower fast and affordable. Types of heroes that will punch danger right in the face and then come up with a really cool one-liner to say. These aren't the types of heroes you can find anywhere. But when you find them, which is usually in a bar, look out because they mean business. Well, this is business in the front and party in the back for life. Who are you talking to? Your mom. Bigfoot. This is this is like 2002 stuff to me. Yeah, this is uh <laughs> He's he's doing like a he's doing like a Joe Dirt thing. God. Part business in the front party. They're when doing... was that When was that funny? When was it the last time that you thought that that was funny? That I, phrase. Probably business around the same the time that I thought the uh the ironic movie guy voice was funny. God. <laughs> That's crazy to be doing that again. Yeah, I think it's we, for a different. It's for a different type of guy, you know. We've turned back the clock on some of this stuff a little bit. I think we are. We're back into a. We're back into a different era of culture. And uh, your mom, your mom. What the fuck? It's, hey, I saw the. I saw the Bigfoot. He was with your mom, and that's the. That's the stinger that you want to put in your trailer. <laughs> we gotta have that one. Man, that's fucking. Uh funny that's fu- that's funny that's funny stuff um <laughs> dvd of this thing for twenty dollars or thirty dollars for a blu-ray price is also a little bit in the 2002 uh area can't be laying out hd that dvd dollars for <laughs> hd dvd of bigfoot did you get any hd movie. dvds ever no but i thought about that the other day because i'm now i'm now i'm getting into the vhs you know now i got yeah. v- a vcr Someone sent me a VCR, and then I bought another VCR. I bought a super VHS player, mm. which is supposed to be have better uh, resolution or something. Oh, I don't know anything and about I, that. And then I bought... I mean, it's VHS, so it's going to look like shit. Yeah. But I, then I bought like a little adapter for... I bought it because I have like a, a flat panel TV, and I'm like, well... Why am I watching VHS on a flat? So now I'm like thinking about, should I get a CRT? And this is how it starts, and I'm never going to watch any of this shit. I'm just, I'm just buying things. Yeah. I'm just buying garbage. It's like, you need to stop, bro. Yeah. But, but I thought about the HD DVDs cause I was like, well, that'd be cool to have. Cause I was, I was thinking about laser disc too. I was like, maybe I should get a laser disc player and have just some staples, just some uh, cool, right. You know, Friday the 13th or something. Yeah. Wouldn't that, that would be cool. And then I was like, Hmm, I wonder if there are still HD DVDs around an HD DVD player. Yeah, I don't know what happened with mine. I can't remember if those were donated or if I just junked them at some point. I don't know what I yeah. ended up doing with them, but I I can remember being in Blockbuster, which, yes, I am that old. Um, <laughs> I went to Blockbuster, and they at, it was even, the writing was on the wall at that point that HD DVD was on the way out. <laughs> and I remember thinking this is a this is a good deal. I'm getting a good deal here because they had all of these fucking movies 
for what seemed to me at the time to be dirt cheap. So they were probably yeah. like $5 or something like that, I bet. Maybe $10. And I bought them all up. I think I had like... I must have had like 10 or 12 HD DVDs and the player and just hoping that this was the one that was going to win. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I've had the riding it out. Bro, yeah, I have a like, good Sony... start. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, there's no way that Sony is going to, who's going to buy something called a Blu-ray. Everybody's already, <laughs> everybody's already in on eight on DVD. Yeah. And now it's HD DVD. God. That's got to be better. That seems so foreign that there would be a competing <laughs> format. Like, why would we ever have more than one thing? Of course not. We have the one thing, and that's what we will always have. Yeah. And it sucks, and it's too expensive, and it wasn't even it wasn't even that much better. It's not even that much better. They were still putting out Blu-rays with like two discs in the fucking thing. It was still a fucking nightmare. And then the remember the ultraviolet copy protection they put on those things? No. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that was the thing wow. where it would be it would be DVD plus Blu-ray plus digital copy, and the digital copy was a code that was in there, and it was good for like one year from when you bought wow. the thing, and then you'd have to go on to the Warner Brothers website and download your shit in a in a in a, a timely manner, or else it would be evaporated. <laughs> you know, flawless uh, system. Yeah, really good shit. Really good shit. Wonder why people are sailing the high seas again, Mike. You know that's where I got yeah. the Dip Run movie, actually. So, <laughs> Bigfoot the movie. Uh, taking a concept uh, as good as Bigfoot is... and ruining it is really something to be proud of. We should. Uh, I was thinking also we should watch the first Bigfoot if you can, Oof. if you can stomach it. Yeah, because we're gonna watch the Dip Run movie and then we gotta watch the Bigfoot. Yeah, we gotta watch the Bigfoot one. You have you seen it or have you not seen it? The Bigfoot movie? No, I have not seen. It. Okay, I have not seen it. You've seen not one of these. You've seen a Bigfoot <laughs> movie. I mean, you've seen Bigfoot. I mean, obviously, we know Bigfoot's real. We've seen Bigfoot. We've talked to Bigfoot before. He's yeah, a friend. Yeah, um, great guy. Great guy. This one looks really boring. I, I'm gonna guess there's not a lot of shots of Bigfoot in the movie. Does that sound about right? Yeah, probably probably would would not be a lot of shots of the <laughs> Halloween costume that they bought uh, for the Bigfoot. I'm I'm guessing it's mainly propped up by this guy's very bad acting and his over exaggeration of redneck tropes, yeah, uh, and things like that. That's for what the movie is kind of relying on. I would assume is is Joe Dirt funny? It seems like it was funny at the time. Was it funny? Yeah, I guess it was funny at the time. I don't know. Would, but I mean, I, I feel I like we, there hasn't even while. been there's been no trace of Joe Dirt since then, right? It's that doesn't that hasn't come back. Like David Spade's not doing did Joe he, Dirt stuff. Did he make like a sequel? Was there wait? Was there a sequel? Joe Dirt, Joe Dirt Two, Beautiful Loser, twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, Joe Dirt Two, Beautiful Loser. Ooh. Okay. Well. He embarks on an epic journey through the recent past, the heartland of America, and his own mind to get back to his loved ones. Yeah, I must have missed that one. In the years wow. following the original film, David Spade... Okay, I thought this was part of the plot. <laughs> but David Spade began getting offers from both UFC president Dana White and Kid Rock to help finance a sequel. Ultimately, it was Sony who picked up the project after noticing the film would become a trending topic whenever it came on TV and felt that it would help them build their crackle platform. <laughs> oh, no. 
The first public hint of a sequel came on April 30th, 2014. David Spade revealed in a Reddit answer uh, thread that he had written a sequel to Joe, uh, Joe Dirt for Crackle, saying, we wrote a sequel and we may wind up doing it on Crackle.com because they want to be the first web address to do a sequel to a movie. They want to be the first web address to do, to do a sequel to a movie because Sony owns them and it's a Sony movie. We're trying to find a way to make it for the budget, but we really want to do it and keep it good. Wow. And the crazy sons of bitches pulled it off and saved Joe Dirt Crackle. Ch- <laughs> Joe Dirt 2, Beautiful Loser, received negative reviews from critics. No. The review aggregator Rotten Tomatoes reported a 10% rating based on 10 reviews with an average rating of 1.93 out of 10. <laughs> That ain't good. <laughs> well, uh, we got to watch that too. Okay, we're, we got a triple feature coming up. Uh, <laughs> that's a hell of a stretch there. Mike, the last one we've got is called Herd of Hounds, a new breed of browser game. And this one's not a movie, thank God. So we won't have to do anything about it. Check this video out. Welcome to our Kickstarter campaign for Herd of Hounds, a new breed of browser-based virtual dog game. Herd of Hounds takes popular concepts from classic browser-based games and combines them with more modern gameplay found in mobile games to create a unique gaming experience. Herd of Hounds celebrates all things dog. Play with your dogs, breed them, raise their pups, bond with them, walk them, train them, compete with them, dress them up, and show them off to your friends. Play from anywhere with an internet connection. Switch seamlessly between devices, like your phone and computer, without losing progress. Herd of Hounds is set in a world where purebred dogs have become extinct. Okay, so that's the first, maybe the first sign where you think there's something weird about this game. Um, what did I say? This game is set in a world where purebred dogs have become extinct. <laughs> and for some reason, that's a huge problem. Decades ago, a contagious virus sterilized all purebred dogs. What? What? Some mutts proved immune, and their puppies inherited their immunity. Within the genes of these remaining mutts lie the keys to restoring the purebreds of old. Your task as an up-and-coming dog breeder is to recreate purebreds through careful breedings. Your story begins when your uncle gifts you with a parcel of land and two random mutts. Uh, And from there, of course, you have to decide which dogs fuck and... I mean, which dogs to sadly put down? Yeah, their genes were just not good enough. This is a normal thing to think about uh, creatures. Um, this what is, is what is the what is the go- a kerfuffle in the comments here? Well, there's some weird uh, stuff going on. Thank you to, to Jake for sending this one in. I would not have noticed this otherwise. So this is basically here. Here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna put a stamp on everything that's going on with this project as Tumblr shit. So. There's this is this is a world that I don't have any uh, insight into, but a lot of people are mad at each other and they are using acronyms and vocabulary that I don't understand because it's paragraphs of paragraphs of text. here. It's yeah, they're using jargon specific to their interests that I can't really uh, crack. Um, In short, this is I think this is made by a group or a person who made a similar game for cats, and that's called like meowers or something like that and that game has been up for a while but is maybe not attended to like it should be 
Um, it's also like a free to play browser game where you're getting like uh, purebred uh, cats, which I don't know. Is, is that, I don't even know if that's a thing, but that is the, um, that's the object of the game. Now, somewhere in these comments here, people are bringing up what they say are the political beliefs of the partner of the person who made this project. I think it's what yeah. the, I think is what the problem is, but you've got the, you've got the haters and you've got the stands in here, Mike, and they are, <laughs> they are warring factions and they are going well, back and forth. I mean, when you scroll down and you see, you have to see, so, so this guy says the owner supports gay and black folk. There's some blurred lines. Like this is a dog video. game. <laughs> <laughs> the Meower community doxed the owner, harassed right. her, emailed her pastor about falsities, and essentially mm-hmm. bullied her off the very site she created for them. This was and over then, uh, not getting a leaf that would allow two cats of the same <laughs> gender to breed. So I think that is the seed here that has caused this uh, this God. this rift in the community. That yeah. when you're ma- you're you're doing a game about breeding animals and trying to come up with the perfect version of the animal, and you yeah. make a decision like apparently, I guess it starts with maybe it starts with this where you say two of the girl cats. If you put two girl cats together, you can't then get an offspring cat. Yeah. And maybe people, maybe people assumed that that was because the person is a bigot, or maybe then they went on the person's Facebook and found evidence that they were in fact a bigot, and then connected that to the cat breeding game. I don't know, uh, but it seems like a she, real mess. Yeah, apparently, apparently she banned a user for saying "Black Lives Matter" more than "White Feelings," and then. This person, like, he didn't give her that person a warning and just a bunch well, of then, drama. But then this other person fucking... says, no, it wasn't because of that. It was because they said <laughs> all cops are bastards. And that's that has been against the rules since the creation yeah. of Meowers. <laughs> OK. God. So uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff going on here that's distracting from the the mission of the game, which is isn't it so crazy that stuff like this is just going on constantly. <laughs> You're just not aware of it until you get like a little peek into yeah, and it's just like oh yeah, everybody's just basically insane all the time. Yeah, and, and just arguing and yelling constantly. Like these these guys were all mad about cats not being able to breed with other cats or whatever, while we were doing the good work of making sure that the the pastor guy who stole some Twitter jokes got taken down. You know, they didn't even know what we were doing, the importance of we were doing. They were fucking around on this stuff, you know? Yeah. Um. So I don't know what the hell. I, I can't make heads or tails of this project. It seems extremely gross to me. Um. Actually, the, the whole the whole dog breeding thing is very strange. And, and it's like, it's sort of the same thing as the bug eating to me. Like, I guess if we, if we are to survive into the future, maybe it makes sense that we should start eating bugs. In that case, I don't want to survive, right? And so also maybe in order to make sure that we keep having dogs into the future, we have to see the nasty dog dick and then put the 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 female dog in the same room and she's like, screaming and pissing all over the place because she's in heat and the the other the male dog is like trying to knock down the door because he wants to fuck so bad and you have to like time it and there's and you have to like watch the dog come out of the dog pussy and stuff like that if we have to do all that i just i don't need them i don't need dogs that bad i'll send this one out i mean mine are okay (laughs) but i'm not you know i'm not going through the whole you know i'm not doing the whole dog pussy thing so i just you know 
more power to you, <laughs> but I just, I'm opting out of the whole process. It's not for uh, me. And much less to care about, this is the, this, this dog is the finest example of a terrier yeah. that's ever. You're weird. You've got some weird stuff. Go- that's weird to care it's about that. Extremely weird. I don't behavior. know. Yeah. That's, uh. <laughs> Watching the little dog. Have you ever seen the dog sh- the dog shows they do with the dogs jumping around and going through the cones and stuff? Yeah, I think that's psycho. Also, <laughs> I don't like that at all. I think that's so you know, dog person. So weird. Best I, in show, great film though. I have not seen it. Wouldn't care for it. I don't think. Um, Ugh, we're watching that one too. <laughs> that is the herd of hounds, a new breed of browser game. Eight thousand six hundred and sixty nine dollars of five k. One hundred eighty four backers. Fourteen days to go. Looks like they're gonna make it. Maybe we'll maybe we'll play a few rounds and see if we can get the best Dalmatian. Do you see they're making a new Cruella movie? It's the prequel. Yeah, I saw that. That's so cool. I've always wondered what more. We need more backstory yeah. behind. Why is she the way she is? You yeah. know, it's always when I when I left the theater. Yeah, after seeing a hundred and eight Dalmatians. One problem. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this Cruella Deville? Yeah, and of course it turns out that someone was mean to her before, and that's why she was yeah. skinning dogs. That's why she's that's why she's evil, but she's not that evil. There's actually she's a good anti-hero. Yeah. So cool. Kind of a cool idea. And she's got swag. So I'm looking forward to seeing the swag and all the stuff that's going to come out. Thank you, Disney, for putting this one out. Uh, 50 years thank of you, goodness. Dis- can we do- thank you, Disney. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the six-pack, Mike. We've got time for one more thing. And that, of course, is that's where you come in. Ooh, you're going to want to contact YKS. You're going to want to talk to Mike and JF. You're going to want to call 802-359-PISS. Send them something at their mailing address. 544 West Main Street, 209 Gallatin, Tennessee, 37066. They got a Gmail, it's the name of the ship. Twitter's at your Kickstarter, and that's it. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna let them know you exist. Leave a little message for Mike and JF. YKS pod on Instagram for grill pics. Okay, gang, that's where you come in. Hey, drop us a line. Your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. You heard it in the song, but now I'll say it in plain English with no melody. Um, this is an email from AB. AB writes, Hi, y'all. Just wanted to let you know that you guys have been super funny lately and also relay this date I went on. Yeah, boring. Let's get to the part where we're super funny. Um, yeah. Seems like you had a lot you wanted more to about say about that. that. <laughs> more about that part off top. Um, she uh, continues. I went to pick up, pick up this guy. Not pick up. Sorry, pick up. I went to pick up. You wouldn't, you wouldn't pick anything up. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't, you wouldn't pick up someone. You would pick it up. <laughs> I went to pick up this guy for a date, and he invited me in so he could finish uh, his career in Madden before we went out. That's a red flag. Um, what I didn't know is that he was a foot fetishist. I took my shoes off. At the door since he had carpeting, um, and I was just raised to do so. Very thoughtful. He was pre-gaming with Strawberry Steelies, so he was pretty drunk. What is that, Mike? Uh, I don't know. I'm guessing Strawberry. Is it Steel Reserve? Steel Reserve? Strawberry? Steel. Strawberry Steelies. Let's see what that is. That sounds like the type of guy who would carry is. some uh, Backwoods Blueberry dip in his back pocket, yeah. if you ask me. Um, that sounds really gross. So... 
He asked me if my feet stunk. I was immediately embarrassed and told him I was wearing new sneakers and clean socks and had just showered. <laughs> I sat on his couch and he continued his game while I waited. He then paused the game to go sniff my shoes. He said mm. he liked big old stinky, dirty feet and my feet were small, but he was hoping they were stinky so he could lick and fuck them. Uh, probably should have left then, but I am dumb. Um, AB, thank you for that terrible. Yeah. Thank you for that story. And nightmare. congratulations on your engagement. That's so nice. <laughs> what to that guy. Uh, I feel good about that, Mike, knowing we now finally have the answer you were so curious about. Why do people <laughs> like feet so much? Now we know. Mike, I hope you're happy. People can stop <laughs> writing you. in with their feet stories, why people want to fuck feet yeah. and everything. Jesse wanted to know, not me. Mike was interested. He said, I wonder how big our listeners' feet are and if they stink because <laughs> I want to fuck them. Jesse confessed to me privately that he's uh, <laughs> you've been wanting to know that for a while. So. <laughs> hey, Mike and JF. Um, Colin, wishing you a happy uh, 201 episodes. Congratulations. Uh, I'm finally caught up and listening to all the episodes, and I wanted to show you guys the impressions I've been working on for you guys. So uh, this is my impression of Jesse whenever Mike makes some sort of joke at his expense, like he's a bad father or something. So here it goes. Okay. Okay. And then here's my impression of Mike after Jesse tells Mike some horrifying news, like Ronald Reagan came back from the dead and is eating uh, children. That's so funny. All right. Thank you, guys. Happy Easter. <laughs> 